Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're still in Job chapter 7, looking at verses 11 through 16 in the New Living Translation. And Job is still crying out to God. He needs him right now, and he's begging for his attention. It reads, I cannot keep from speaking. I must express my anguish. My bitter soul must complain. Am I a sea monster or a dragon that you must place me under guard? I think my bed will bring comfort and sleep will ease my misery. But then you shatter me with dreams and terrify me with visions. I would rather be strangled, rather die than suffer like this. I hate my life and don't want to go on living. Oh, leave me alone for my few remaining days. Again, this is Job chapter 7, verses 11 through 16 in the New Living Translation, which titles it, Job Cries Out to God. And I will uh, return with thoughts from the commentaries and we'll end with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening. If you subscribe and follow, you'll know whenever a new episode drops. Also, why don't you drop me a line and let me know what you think of my podcast. Please follow and like 5 Minutes in the Word on Twitter and Facebook. Again, we're looking at Job chapter 7, verses 11 through 16 in the New Living Translation. And Job is saying, my soul chooses death. Job declares that he will continue to speak freely. And again, I have to say, I thank God that we serve a God who allows us to come boldly to him. Eliphaz had encouraged Job to seek God. Here, Job begins to address God directly. However, instead of approaching God for forgiveness, as Eliphaz thought he should, Job asks God to leave him alone. And that is one place we don't want to be. We don't ever want God to leave us alone because that's a bad feeling when it feels like we have been abandoned by God, when we don't feel his presence, we don't feel his care, we don't feel his love. So that's a place I will never want to be. But Job is in so much pain, he's asking God to just leave him alone and and take him. Job, uh, finding himself near death, makes his complaint as if he had to make his last will and testament or as if he could not die in peace until he had vented his passion. And again, thank God that he listens to us. Thank God that when we're at the, the, uh, our, our end, we're at our wit's end, we're at the end of our rope, we're at the end and we are in anguish and we are in turmoil and we are confused. He allows us to cry out to him as a, as a child having a tantrum sometimes. And I thank God that he allows us and he knows that we are but a breath. We are but a vapor 
that he doesn't handle us in a way, you know, that uh, like a, a petulant child who has to be punished. He listens to us. And he's like that loving mother who puts us on her lap and lets us cry. We, I thank God for that. Matthew Henry says that when we have but a few breaths to draw, we should spend them in holy, gracious breathings of faith and prayer, not in the noisome, noxious breathings of sin and corruption. Because he said, it is better to die praying and praising than to die complaining and quarreling. And it, um, Job talks about, uh, I said that God is treating him like he's treating one of the sea creatures, one of the sea monsters. And in the ancient Near East, the sea was a force of chaos that had to be subdued by gods. And sea monsters, such as the Leviathan, were viewed, were viewed as threats to the created world. So they're saying in the uh, commentary that God, of course, kept his eye on them to maintain order in his creation. And Job wonders, what kind of threat could he be that God is uh, giving him that kind of rebuke as he would one of these creatures? He feels as though he's being treated as an enemy of God. And so he's asking God sarcastically, why do you need to watch over me in this kind of way? And then he talks about getting a good night's sleep. And we know that is, it, you know, it's refreshing. When we uh, wake up, when we can wake up refreshed and with new vigor, that is our goal for sleep. Uh, when it is like that, when, it's, when it is so, we have uh, reason to be thankful. But it was not so for poor Job. His bed, instead of comforting him, terrified him. And his couch, instead of easing his complaint, added to it. it. For if he dropped asleep, he was disturbed with frightening dreams. And when he awoke, he was haunted with dreadful visions. I kept the pause on that one. I can't say I've ever experienced that, but I know people who have nightmares. I know people who have night terrors. And I thank God for, like the Matthew Henry says, for that sleep that gives us vigor, that refreshes us. And these are words of Matthew Henry. Uh, Job hated his life. He wanted the rest of the grave, of his grave. That bed where there is no tossing to and fro nor do you have any frightful dreams. He was just plain old sick of life and hated the thought of it. He directly demands that God leaves him alone. And again, that is not anything that I would ever say. I pray that I would never say because you never can say what you won't say or do. So I pray that God, I'm never in that situation where I ask you to leave me alone. I want you to take care of me, Father. And so I'm not, I'm just uh, reading from the commentary. <laughs> I don't want to ever be in that place as Job was. So much pain, so much despair, so much that he felt that God wasn't paying him any attention anyway. And since he wasn't answering his prayers, he might as well just leave him alone and take his life. 
While God never condemns Job's speech, Job does repent after God does respond. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you are a God who who hears and listens. And God, you will respond. It may not be what we want to hear, and it may not be at the t- uh, timely as we want it to be, but we know that you do hear, and then you do answer prayers. God, we thank you for um, taking take, taking care of us, taking care of our families. My son will be traveling back to Iowa. Keep them safe. Um, keep those of everyone who's on the highways and byways headed back home because school starts pretty soon. Keep our children safe. Keep everyone who has charge of our children safe. From the bus drivers who have to drop them off to the cafeteria women and the men who meet them in the mornings with meals and for lunch, to the people who uh, take care of them in any kind of way, in any capacity, pray for them, God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.